0: I'm Matthew, I'm Marty, I'm Carlos, and we are the Heroes 3. Heroes 3, the bio the podcast where three friends explore the best, worst, and everything in between in the world of Asian cinema. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Heroes the number three podcast on all three of them, and this week we are taking a look at Twin Dragons from 1992, or maybe 1999, <laughs> which is directed by Ringo Lam and Choi Hart, and of course stars Jackie Chan. And it also stars Jackie Chan.
1: <laughs> Jackie oh, Chan and Jackie done. Chan.
0: Yeah, get a little parent trap action here. Yeah,
1: for sure. That's it, the end. Yeah, that's the end of <laughs> yeah, the end. Yeah, episode. Now, you, now you're fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is a really fun entry in our little arc right now. In some ways, it's a little bit of a side quest or something because we are going back to a movie that was shot longer ago than, um, than the last two films. But uh, yeah, I think it's fair to include when we're talking about – jackie's big break in america finally and a huge part of that was these sort of repackaging of movies in jackie's back catalog which we've talked about and the uh, dimension uh re-edit and dub of twin dragons is really cool but it's also uh extremely entertaining going back to the original hong kong cut and there's quite a few differences i think it's almost 20 minutes worth of uh yeah. The differences between the the two cuts here
1: right and it's similar to the last films that we've covered where it seems to be mostly uh the comedic extras i guess you would say that are cut in this film but for me personally i think that because this was a hong kong production really for the same audience that they were going for because what we're dealing with here is i think you mentioned it marty but um This was for the Hong Hong Kong Kong Directors Guild.
2: It was like a fundraising project, basically.
1: Right. So with that, what they did is they really went uh, out of their way to include a lot of cameos in the film. You know, people in the industry and uh, kind of drawing the audience to the movie so they can make more money, which is, yeah, that's it. I think it benefits them and it benefits us. So (laughs) I can't really complain about that. But um. A lot of these cameos uh, kind of they get their own little like spotlight for a second or two. And um, for the American cut of the film, they would trim those away. And it doesn't take away anything really plot wise for the film. But I feel like the Hong Kong edit of the film is so much uh, more fun because of all of this goofiness. And I mean, obviously, I. I think that I'm myself and I'm I'm sure you guys kind of really enjoy seeing a lot of these faces that we've come to recognize over the course mm-hmm. of the show. So um I I definitely would recommend people check out the uh original version of the film alongside the uh US version.
2: Yeah, especially if you're on your own journey um you know discovering Hong Kong cinema. It would be almost like um If you took a Hollywood film that's really cameo heavy, like, I don't know, maybe Zoolander or something, Mm -hmm. and you cut out a lot of those cameos. That is really where a lot of, that's where a lot of the kind of juicy moments and where a lot of the comedy and a lot of the joy really, really comes from. It does help, I think, knowing a little bit of the background that this, this whole project was supposed to kind of have all of your top billed Hong Kong directors on deck, so to speak. And that's also happening in the action department. This is a movie more than maybe any other Jackie Chan movie where I wish I just had more information on the making of, because when you hear the roster of action directors, it's like this murderer's row. So Jackie, obviously, and his team. Um, also, Tony Leung Hong is an listed as an action director, yeah. uh, Choi you Ming, uh, who people might know from the Buddhist fist and other classic movies, uh, Steven Tung Wei and Wu Ping himself, mm. but I've never been able to find, uh, accurate information as to who worked on which sequences. I doubt you have, um, these people collaborating on one single sequence. I'm sure it's a case of, you know, this action director taking this scene and, and so forth. But, mm. um, Regardless, what we're left with is a movie that's chocked full of, I would say, more action than you'd kind of expect in a Jackie Chan film of this ilk, which is much more on the high concept comedy side. And really, I mean, the action sequences are amazing. In some ways, it's kind of an interesting, like, change of tone. I would say the action ends up being pretty gritty and pretty, pretty real. Um, in some cases, whereas the tone of the rest of the movie is, you know, super funny and kind of, yeah, I don't know, more madcap zany.
1: Sure. Mm -hmm. I I think it's really, I think it really has to do with, uh, Jackie's character that's doing all of the fighting. So, uh, one of the twins is kind of like a streetwise kind of. I don't know. He's kind of like a hustler, and um, yeah, totally. He's known and everything. Yeah, he's known in the film to be a good fighter. So you really get to see Jackie, even though he does do some comedic stuff in the fighting. I think. Jackie as a fighter on the on camera looks more aggressive and more dynamic. He he he, he gets to do the cool kicks, you know, like you're used right, to right. seeing the people that maybe Jackie's fighting against do like the cooler moves and Jackie's kind of trying to survive around that and the amazing stuff that he does is kind of this kind of man on the run like kind of martial arts stuff. But in here he's really kind of like the tough guy almost. And you yeah, get to it's see Yeah, cool. it's cool.
2: It's a break from the other kind of 90s Jackie roles where he's playing some either a cop or like a proxy for a cop. Yeah. And here, you know, one character is on the other side of the law and then um his separated at birth twin brother is this great um concert <laughs> pianist sort of mm-hmm. silver spoon never had any martial arts training kind of dude and it's it's awesome that that Jackie gets to really stretch so much here.
0: Yeah, it's really neat. It's it's a it's kind of a it's kind of a classic like f- fish out of water thing. But it kind of it's cool because the fish looks exactly the same in both sides of, of the water. <laughs> right, right.
3: <laughs> it's, nice. You know,
0: because like I said before, it's very parent trappy in the whole like they're twins, but it's played by the same same actor and. You know, lots of crazy effects and stuff. It's funny. This is a lot more like effects-heavy than I feel like other or like camera trick effects, I should say. Sure. As opposed to as opposed to like big explosions and you know sets getting destroyed and stuff. The playing stuff gets destroyed in this movie, but Mm -hmm. definitely not not quite as huge as like Rumble in the Bronx or Mr. Nice Guy.
2: And and yeah, definitely, it's a lot more special effects-heavy than any of the other Hong Kong films of the early '90s we've looked at. And who knows, that could have been part of trying to kind of showcase these Hong Kong directors or something.
1: Yeah. I do think, I remember reading somewhere that Jackie wasn't too happy with how the effects ended up looking right. in the film. And there are a couple of scenes where you can see where the kind of the body replacement kind of matte mm. kind of, it, it looks it's the a lighting.
0: little... The lighting gives it away because I was I was trying to put my finger on what it was. And there's a couple of times Uh. where whenever he walks, when Jackie walks in front of the other, you can tell it's a different shot because the lighting will just change just a little bit for like a second. And I think that it was actually
1: like rotoscoped where they just went through like, you know, and meticulously tried to cut it to Mm -hmm. uh, each frame and it, it. it's not the cleanest. You can see, mm-hmm. yeah, especially sure. like you said, when, when they overlap, that's when you really notice. And there's also moments where you can tell they're supposed to be looking at each other and their line of sight is off. So yeah, that kind of pulls like, you out of the effect okay. as well. But I'm they actually don't lean on those scenes too hard. And actually, mm-hmm. it's funny regarding the plot. They don't really dwell on the fact that they were separated and they reunite like it 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 more becomes a thing where they're caught up in each other's situations Mm. and not like not like a prince and the pauper where they're like oh let's do this you know it's like they're pulled Mm. away from these uh wild like situations that are happening
2: Mm. yeah and what's great is it's not totally relying on the special effects or i should say like not only relying on the special effects there's so many just ingenious um kind of comedic gags using the you know mistaken identity mm. of, of these two characters and i don't know it's there are just so many moments where it's like that hong kong comedy of the 90s in full effect and it's just really some yeah beautiful beautiful ideas and execution and it's just a great i don't know i think it's a jackie chan highlight um I've read in a few places where folks are more critical of the film, uh, even kind of describing it as you know only for Jackie Chan completionists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I think the movie has a lot a lot going for it. Um, yeah, I and, think. Yeah, it had a ball of a time rewatching it.
1: Yeah, I think watching it for the podcast, I ended up enjoying it more than I remember liking it back then. And I we were talking about maybe covering Thunderbolt, and I think that twin dragons it is i think it's better than thunderbolt thunderbolt has its moments but uh twin dragons really um pushes you to be entertained and i i think it works in a lot of ways i'm i'm like i said i i don't know i, I i'm trying to think of like why i didn't like it as much back then <laughs> i can't really sure i can't really remember but um I don't know. It was a good time. And I th- I think maybe part of it for me was getting more familiar with uh, the original version of the film and being armed with the experience of being on this podcast and recognizing all these people.
2: Yeah, totally. Because a lot of the cameos, uh, I mean, there are actor cameos for sure. But a lot of what's um, was fun to catch are the directors and producer mm-hmm. cameos, you know. And the, I mean, those aren't faces that we're really probably going to recognize um, <laughs> un, unless we've watched a, a lot of Hong Kong cinema.
1: I think, yeah, it's good to mention Choi Hark now and then, because uh, actually on the podcast, we have seen him on film. Yeah, we yeah. Yes we covered him in Yes, Madam. And uh, I forget which medicine he, his name was, but it was one of them. Aspirin yeah. or Panadol or whatever. I think he was <laughs> yeah. Panadol. I can't remember. But yeah, so Twin Dragons was released in 92, and that's just after Once Upon a Time in China came out. So he was really riding high, and I mean, he was fairly well-known already. So I'm sure that people were really excited to see the next Troy Hark film, and that it involved Jackie also made it that much more exciting. And even Jackie at this time, you know, we've been covering him and talking about his breakout in the U.S., but I mean, okay, so I think Police Story 3 came out around this super
2: cop was kind of just before this
1: yep and it's it's literally like every year if there's not one big jackie film there's two so it's it's crazy to think about the early 90s and i think aesthetically the film looks very still like late 80s early 90s and and how the whole film looks
2: yeah i think they did a nice job in the dimension version um, sort of remastering it and cleaning mm-hmm. it up a, a little bit also interesting um this is the last time I believe the last time that uh Jackie and Maggie Chung appeared mm. in the film together. Oh. we mentioned during our um police story arc that as it happens, Jackie and Maggie actually had a relationship going Ooh. during this period of time, and this is mm-hmm. I think it sort of came to end kind of around this time or shortly after gotcha after this time but yeah it's gosh she's so great in this i mean i i think every actor is yeah is really just sensational in this in this movie and particularly like uh uh teddy uh teddy robin or teddy robin i'm not <laughs> yeah. sure <how> he's great <laughs> pronounces it yeah um in the hong kong version he's called tarzan <laughs> and then in the american version he's called tyson tyson yeah Um <laughs> clever
0: yeah, yeah I, I guess character. i don't see why they couldn't just call him tarzan i feel like tarzan's in the public domain right
1: yeah well and know. okay since you mentioned that oh um jackie's alternate not uh, the ma yao the uh john ma the pianist yeah, the pianist um i don't know why they did this but in the hong kong version when he's playing pieces they're very recognizable like piano pieces but i'm pretty sure they're public domain pieces so like chopin and stuff like that but mm-hmm, right. um for some reason they changed all of that for the us version
0: yeah i noticed that that they were different i didn't i didn't take the time out to to research what the pieces were but i thought that was kind of weird it's like weird, it seems kind of yeah. unnecessary
1: yeah
2: yeah i don't know if it was just playing it safe i mean most of most classical music and like music of the romantic period which is uh, John Mott's usually playing in the Hong Kong version. Most of that is in the public domain. There is some late romantic stuff that isn't. I know there's this there's an interesting anecdote. Uh, Billy Joel wrote this song that's an adaptation of a theme from the second movement of the second Rachmaninoff Piano Concerto, and he assumed it was in the public domain, mm-hmm. and I guess it was still under copyright. Um, Dang. So huh. I don't know. Maybe it was just like a you know a a kind of blunt. <laughs> a blunt move, all or nothing move to try to yeah. play it safe or something but I
0: know like, some of the music I get why they changed it because some of the music even whenever it's a full orchestra in the movie it's very clearly like early synthestra. 90s synth oh, yeah. yeah synth yeah. orchestral instruments so so that part I get but
1: yeah me too I mean I like that cheesy stuff but yeah
0: well yeah but <laughs> it's definitely definitely flew a lot more in 1992
1: than 1999
0: yep so yeah. Well, if there's something else, we should jump into the movie itself, right? Yeah, Yeah, let's let's do do it. it. Some good stuff. (laughs) Jinx. (laughs) But first, let's take a look at the back of the VHS. As a family welcomes their new members into the world, a pair of twin dragon boys, their celebration is halted by a criminal who rips them apart. Now, these brothers are sent on completely separate paths in life, but there's a bond between these twins that's stronger than people understand, and life finds a way to bring them back together. John Ma is a world-renowned musician that is preparing for his first major conducting role in Hong Kong, while his brother Boomer, a streetwise car mechanic, has gotten tied up with the mob. While on the run, Boomer bumps into a very familiar face, and things get complicated when these twins have to fill each other's shoes. Jackie Chan stars alongside Jackie Chan in an action-adventure jam-packed with stars and stunts. Directed by Choi Hart and Ringo Long, and co-starring Maggie Chung, Nina Lee Chi, Teddy Robin, and a slew of Hong Kong cinema legends. Two chans are better than one in Twin Dragons. So the movie starts with exactly what you would think of the the hospital where the the two twins were born and then get separated through some crazy twist of fate. Yeah.
2: And it's all in black and white, the opening, yeah. which is kind of fun. In both both versions yep. of the movie.
0: So whenever I first was watching it, I was thinking, this feels like, that just feels like a very Hong Kong-y movie thing to do. Oh, it's (laughs) in the past, so it's all black and white. And also they say like 26 years ago or something, and I'm sorry, Jackie, you look great, but you don't look like you're 26.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I didn't notice that. That's funny. I did notice that in the Hong Kong version, the first thing they really say about the kids is, oh they have your father's nose and they like his do big this. nose. Yeah, yeah. So they all have big
0: noses. Yeah. They
1: do like a joke on Jackie, which I thought was great <laughs> on mm. his nickname. Yeah. <laughs> great.
0: That's yeah. That seems like a very, that's, seems like a very kind of inside the Hong Kong cinema world. Mm-hmm. Talking, making jokes yeah. about his big nose.
2: It's cool. There's a real, um, sort of like a John Woo flavor to the opening of the movie in the hospital. Cause we find out that there's this criminal that's, uh, I think he's handcuffed to a hospital stretcher yeah. or something and he quickly kind of breaks free and there's some shooting up in the hospital hallways and just the kind of how connecticut feels and the rhythm and pacing of it mm-hmm. really feels like an early 90s you know john Woo no it, classic. it totally
0: does like it feels like that scene it even looks kind of weirdly overexposed like like hard-boiled like oh, it, yeah, it looks a little yeah. looks like a little off so i do
1: really enjoy in the dub of this film <laughs> when the guy busts into the room and says give me that baby <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny it's so great
0: <laughs> now there's a lot of great dubs yeah the dub in this is really is a lot of fun because it's uh, it's a lot of like anime folks from the 90s so there's some you'll recognize some voices I, I didn't I didn't I, I should have taken the time to see if I could pick out who did who but the one name that I recognized immediately was uh, Wendy Lee, who did the voice of Faye Valentine in Cowboy Bebop. Nice. But there's also a few other, nice. a few other people, uh, a few other connections there too. Cool. Thank Dude, you to d- VoiceChasers.com.
2: Oh, nice. No, <laughs> was she the voice of Barbara or?
0: I don't know. I th- I think t- I think she was Barbara because I know with. Uh, I think it's Tammy has a more, like, Asian-y sounding voice, so I hope it's an Asian actress doing it, but, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, we'll, whatever. Um, well,
1: that's funny about the dub, too, because, yeah, it <laughs> sounds like very anime, very clear voices, and then Jackie dubs Isn't his own Jackie? voice yeah. in the middle of it all, which mm-hmm. is really funny. I I think it's really good. I'm glad that they did mm-hmm. it, but it's very funny to hear him next to some of these, like uh storied voice actors yeah Yeah. that's it's always funny funny
0: watching dub jackie chan movies whenever it's not jackie dubbing it because like i know what jackie chan sounds like when he speaks english so
2: (laughs) yeah they strangely feel like unauthorized or something (laughs) Um, and i don't know if that's just now in retrospect because most of the the more big budget dubs uh do feature jackie's voice but um yeah i don't know i think it was uh it, it's it's hard to imagine like this being released theatrically if you don't have Jackie Chan's voice on the the English soundtrack.
1: Yeah, especially you know with this coming out in what we said ninety uh, nine, mm-hmm. so this is when everybody's still kind of riding high on wanting to see more Jackie Chan films. Mm-hmm. And actually, I feel like I, I feel like this didn't do that great when they release it here in the states. But um, still like everybody seeing this Jackie Chan film and not hearing his voice would have been like what the hell right right
2: yeah this probably kind of marks the tail end of the um like the Jackie boom as far as like you know theatrical uh box office performance
1: yeah i agree
0: so yeah this this guy steals the baby and um, gets it's cool, cool like jump out the window with the baby, and he somehow the baby gets on like a wheelchair, and the wheelchair gets pushed down a hill. It's kind of it's very like almost like a Looney Tunesy. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, but the baby gets picked up the this baby gets picked up by uh, a drunk woman that's stumbling through the through the park, and I love in the next shot with her whenever she's coming out of like a grocery store. And you see inside of the baby's, uh inside of the stroller, there's a Johnny Walker red label right next to his
1: head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's the liquor bottles in there. Mm-hmm. Equally as important. Exactly. You, gotta you keep don't those want safe. those to break either.
0: And we see like a little a little snippets of them growing up. See I'm I'm trying to keep track of the names in both versions 'cause it's it's yeah, Boomer, can... Boomer and John Ma and the uh
1: the dimension dub. Yeah. And in and the original audio version, it's Bakmin and uh, Ma Yao. Ma Yao, yeah.
0: Which I guess Bakmin to Boomer is just like a lip sync thing, I guess, because it's yeah, kind you of you
2: can, weird. Though Boomer is a cool name. Boomer I know, is a I've cool got
1: name. A soft spot yeah. for Boomer. It's great. And I mean, the same like we were talking about with Tyson versus Tarzan. I think mm-hmm. it's pretty smart that they went with those mm-hmm. names. And we also, there's a, a
0: woman woman named uh, Tongsum in the uh original version that becomes Tammy.
1: Yep. <laughs> which I just,
0: it's just yeah. funny. It just becomes Tammy. Although yeah, Barbara I mean, is the yeah. same in both, which I was kind of yeah. surprised <laughs> to see when I watched the the non-dubbed one.
2: Yeah, a lot of R's and
1: Barbara. Yeah, Barbara. <laughs> so yeah, these uh these two young men grow up in very different lives and what mm. you see is that um Ma he ends up being a concert pianist and has a very uh fruitful upbringing. it seems mm. And for Boomer, he's like a car mechanic and he was kind of a troublesome child. Mm-hmm. And uh, you find out that um, his mother died. They don't really go into that. But you mm-hmm. just see like the dichotomy between the two um, men that look exactly the same.
0: Yeah. I, uh, yeah. In my in my notes, I just wrote down Music Jackie and Crime Jackie.
1: Yeah, there we go. <laughs>
2: That's great. <laughs> I also like that they set up this kind of like E.T connection <laughs> um, early on in the movie which is cool they do they de- they pay it off in like mm-hmm. a really fun way um by the end yeah i, I was glad to see
1: to that. that a little bit and i mean oh, i know we've all heard i didn't look into it too much right. but i mean we've heard of, oh you mean like, like
2: in real life between twins yeah twins can <laughs> oh, experience
1: cool. like some people say they have like a rapport or telepathy where mm-hmm. if somebody's experienced something they can feel maybe Empath, like an empath where they feel that emotion or or mm-hmm. stuff like that but never have i heard of anybody actually physically uh you know reacting to yeah, a movement yeah. from another yeah. twin but who knows i think it's, it's jackie really gets cool. away
2: with a, a close call in the mechanic shop where, <laughs> um he's like his fingers are moving like it's on a piano keyboard like his twin and he ends up like tap tap tapping on this girl's butt <laughs> and she turns around but the the staging of the scene I, is really yeah, weird. Yeah, it's really she, great. Lo- Yeah, she looks down at Tyson, who absolutely could not have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs>
0: but then <and> Tyson <laughs> does <laughs> like, like he waves his hand, but he does like his fingers in the same way that Jackie was tapping.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, That's totally. great. And it's funny, too, because the the boyfriend that's the aggressor here is played by Mars.
2: Oh, man. Yeah. Oh,
1: wow, <laughs> OK. I totally I was, missed that. I was thinking yeah, it had it to be someone. So, so someone uh, <laughs>
0: uh, famous.
1: Yeah. He shows up right there. And then really shortly after that, when they kind of ambush them at the dinner table.
0: That's fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. really So, cool. yeah,
0: the, so the next scene, we get to see this this crime boss that kind of becomes a, a kind of a a recurring villain throughout this this first little bit of the movie, and again we've had a lot of these like evil guy parties in in these movies, <laughs> which I always right. I always appreciate. And uh, the entertainment is Maggie Chung, who's up there singing as as Barbara. And Maggie Chung's like the most beautiful woman in the universe. <laughs> yeah, she's just
1: incredible. Even with the blue wig, even I, with the blue wig, yeah, makes it look cooler.
0: Um, also, one of the one of the henchmen here is Johnny Wang. Who we saw in? uh, I mean, we've seen him in a lot of movies, but
1: yeah, but in like our
0: Venom. Yeah, he was in the Venom mob stuff. He was uh, Iron Cloak in Kid with the Golden Arm.
1: Yeah, shout out to our Shaw Brothers fans. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and and there
0: was even one bit there in this scene whenever Jackie gets in a fight with these guys. Where in the subtitle version, Jackie like flips his jacket down to stop him from smashing like glass over him. And he says like iron cloth or something like that. And I was thinking (laughs) that, that might just be a coincidence, but that's still kind of a cool connection yeah
2: that's probably <laughs> yeah probably is like a, mm. a cool little nod <laughs> there's one shot that i really like kind of early on in this sequence that uses i think it's called a split diopter mm. that like filter on the lens where you can have the foreground oh and, yeah and the background in focus and you have maggie's like sparkly blue heel and the for- it's a really cool yeah lens. that's it's a like really cool shot manga looking shot it's awesome
1: there's a funny little beat here when they're kind of Coming in, and Tyson is looking at uh, Maggie Chung, Barbara, and he says to he says to Boomer, "Doesn't she look like Maradona?" <laughs> And I think, you know, he's oh, yeah. like, and Boomer's like, Maradona's a soccer player yeah. <laughs> instead of yeah. Madonna. Yeah. I that yeah. was really funny.
0: What do you think? She looks like Maradona, doesn't she? Maradona plays soccer. You
1: mean Madonna, don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So they quickly get in over their heads. So they're trying <laughs> to get in there and save her because Tyson says that's his girl. And <laughs> um, he's relying heavily on Boomer as a fighter <laughs> here. So... Um, uh, they yeah, don't realize really. that every guy in the club is uh wing the the gang leader those are all his men so everybody stands up in the fight <laughs> it <sees. laughs> it's really really good um yeah, yeah i love when I, the
2: gang leader starts singing along um <laughs> on the mic
1: yeah sure and actually the the song that she's singing is like um the kind of like the main theme of the hong kong yeah. version. yeah And uh, that'll come back later in the film. That's actually cut from the U.S. version. So Mm -hmm. if you're watching the U.S. version and you're familiar with that song, hearing it, the way they edit it, because they edit like a chunk of the song out. And it's like kind of uh, jarring if you're familiar with the song.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. right.
1: Among the goons, we also see um, the Lie brothers, Benny and Rocky are among some of the guys that are fighting in this scene. So that's kind oh, of cool, cool seeing Jackie's homies in here, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: and it's just a it's a one of these great one person against a giant a giant group of people in a in a club, yeah, a kill it, Bill or something, yep, mm-hmm. and
1: it's like I was saying before, you know Jackie's really handling it, it's not like he's just trying to survive against all these dudes although there is a bit of that too he does have a moment where everybody piles on him like looney tunes and they're all just pummeling him
2: (laughs) and like looney tunes he's he sneaks some out somehow yeah watching from the outside there's a um yeah i don't know if it's fair to say but maybe there's a little less like resourcefulness choreography in the movie as a whole but this sequence has a lot of cool uses of the environment especially um jackie using a microphone and cable as like a nunchuck and then like screaming into the microphone to have it like Mm -hmm. feedback in this guy's ear Mm -hmm. and
0: and he uh, picks up one of like the tvs that's showing like the lyrics for karaoke and throws it at a guy
2: yeah (laughs) totally and and there's also just some great jackie kicks in this sequence mm -hmm. um there's a like a passage when he like jumps through this, I think he jumps through a speaker or something. And then there's just this like barrage of awesome kicks.
1: Yeah. Really great. And there's a lot of kind of crane camera work uh, to make everything seem a lot more dynamic in the fights actually throughout the film. I don't know if it was just me or whatever, but I just noticed like, Mm -hmm. wow, there's a lot more like kind of sweeping crane like work for not only the fighting, but some of the dramatic scenes. I think it mm-hmm. I wonder really if cool. that
2: if that's also in the spirit of trying to kind of like overtly, you know, I don't know, show that uh, show what Hong Kong directors can do. Do you know what I mean? It's oh, like sure. mm, this is to benefit that guild or that union or whatever. I mean, maybe in that's that split die after shot and all this stuff is there could have been like a conscious effort to really try to kind of pack every sequence in with, you know, some kind of directing or camera fireworks or something.
1: So at the end of this uh, short scene, they are actually almost successful. They've got everybody held up at gunpoint. But Tyson really wants to prove himself. He's feeling kind of uh shown up by boomer and he takes the gun away from him but he doesn't understand that it's actually a fake gun <laughs> and well right. once that happens so it's like split apart yeah things start to fall apart for them mm-hmm. and they end up getting captured by wing and he's like ready to break their legs <laughs> it's mm-hmm. pretty rough yeah. and um what ends up happening though is tyson kind of hustles his way out of it because wing is like kind of like this race car driver i guess and he challenges him to a race that doesn't really come into play too much but um he says yeah we'll race you for three hundred thousand dollars and he's like oh okay you guys have like one more day to live uh so (laughs) we'll meet for the race and they're able to weasel out of the beating that they were gonna get
0: then when they get outside they meet back up with barbara who that's whatever uh boomer realized that tyson doesn't actually know her, know her. Yeah, right and uh they kind of go there uh, they they kind of leave the, the scene and we get to see john ma show up get to see other jackie uh because <laughs> yeah. apparently he has a a concert or something there get a little more of that like psychic link stuff which it's i mean it is it makes for a fun it has a really great payoff later but it does seem kind of like a Kind of inconsistent, like what one person feels and the other person
1: doesn't which... <laughs> right
2: you're sort of like when the link is active, yeah,
1: or <laughs> sure, yeah, so the reason that they're kind of brought together is because Tyson is trying to get a car to use in the race because his car's a beater, and um the concierge it seems like they've done this before where he's let him use the car they're able to finagle a car to race with and um actually this is another scene that's cut out of the u.s version they're kind of trying to blackmail this concierge with like a photo of him with another woman and uh, that kind of kind of pisses him off but he reluctantly accepts so um in the midst of that they're like kind of in like the uh the main driveway of the hotel and they end up bumping well yeah, they all or end Tyson's up. Tyson's
2: the first one to kind
0: of yeah. Tyson's the person that John sees Knight. them and is like, yeah. what are you? What are you doing in that big nice car? Like, are you messing around? And he's really. like, I don't know you, sorry.
1: <laughs> but then as they're like, as he's entering and as Boomer's trying to leave, they bump shoulders and they look at each other and they kind of just do this double yeah. take. And that's a thing where you would think any person would be like. Well, Wait! Like, wait! Wait! Movie. Just a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but they do. I do like because then John Mag gets like like the hotel people that are like, "Oh, you need to go to your you need to go to your room." And the uh, cri- crime Jackie says like, "Oh, there's not a mirror there, huh?" <laughs> yeah. So he yeah, that's
2: a fun little. That'd be a great gift, by the way. When oh, when him like just Jackie's reaching out, trying to like reach out to see yeah. if there's a mirror. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. It's nice that they kind of get interrupted in this moment. Even the, it's not what you're expecting though, because. Mm-hmm you kind of want these guys to connect almost immediately.
1: Yeah. And so John Ma makes his way up to his hotel room where, um, a man is waiting for him, uh, with his daughter. And both <laughs> of these people are kind of, so Tammy Tang Sung is a main character in the film and we've seen her in pedicab driver. And yep. I don't remember Nina if we, Li- Li- yeah, Nina Lee Chi. And yeah, Nina I don't remember if we mentioned this in the last, podcast but did we say did we reveal that that's actually jet Li's wife
0: oh, yeah i think we did oh, maybe okay, i okay. don't
1: i don't remember that but all right we probably so lee, I don't remember a lot of things, and her so. name is yeah from jet Li, the lee is so. from jet lee huh mm-hmm. well there you and, go and um yeah. she's very pretty she is she's yeah. awesome oh, yeah, yeah. In this movie. and she's like, a great kind of and, yeah, straight like, man to yeah like, the comedian the comedy happening around her mm-hmm. yeah, yeah she's it's really
2: totally. it, it's like um, I think what folks might remember is the contrast between uh, John Ma and Boomer, but it's really the two—the two leading ladies have this incredible uh, contrast as well. Yeah. And I don't know. I think yeah, Maggie Chung and Nina Li kind of make the movie work really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally two. agree.
0: Because they're like two different kinds of straight man to the the two different kind of right, silliness right. of of Jackie.
2: And without like giving it all away, it's kind of cool to see where how the, the matching of those four characters yeah. like really ends up working.
1: Yeah. So her father here is played by Chor Yun. So he was like the the Weasley uh, crime boss in Police Story. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I was thinking he had to be someone because he, he's in this scene and doesn't appear almost all in the rest of the movie. So I was thinking he has to be
1: someone.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost like anyone that talks in Twin Dragons is... Um, yeah, it's a it's a cameo of some kind. Mm.
1: Yeah, and any any shot that seems like a little longer than it should be on just a random like set of people, yeah. you can almost bet P- that pause e- for applause. W- yeah, whether you knew <laughs> who the people were or not, these people were meant to be on camera. Mm-hmm. And they're probably an important cameo for yeah. the audience.
0: So Tyson and Boomer are trying to Trying to get away, or they're trying to leave the country to go to like to to do this race thing, and, and I think they say Macau is where it is. Yeah, but it turns out it's all set up so the they can just uh like kidnap the the kidnap the two of them or something. I don't really exactly remember. What I do remember is that it turns into a six-speed boat race. <laughs> yeah, yeah nice. this is
3: awesome.
2: <laughs> and here we and get. It, a- yeah, it almost seems like there isn't room in this movie for for like a boat sequence mm-hmm. but it's incredible and it's not I, like you know spare no expense
1: yeah i think uh yeah well, here we get another uh small cameo too so the guy that wrangles the boat for them and ends up double crossing them is played by dennis chan and um i actually remember him from the jean-claude van damme film uh kickboxer he's like the he's <laughs> oh, like nice. his master in kickboxer i was like whoa wait a second <laughs> that's funny <laughs> and actually that i mentioned that uh choy hark would go on to do like a, a couple of jean claude oh, van damme films van damme in the damme u.s movies. including that oh man that horrible one with dennis rodman double impact i think it's called oh man oh man <laughs> <laughs> All I remember from that, and I don't even know if this is a correct memory or not, is them jumping out of an airplane with snowboards on. I don't. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, that could dude, be completely wrong. but kind of incredible, whatever. <laughs> um, um, Knockoff,
0: it looks like, is the. Okay. With Jean Claude Van Damme uh, director so, the Choi yeah, Hart. Yeah,
1: what's Double Impact? I can't. It's Double Team. Them. Double Team is the Choi Heart. Uh, so he okay, did that's more than one. Okay. Yeah. Knockoff is actually like. That's funny, too, because knockoff is like a double it's like it's in hong kong so it's like knockoff but it's also oh, knockoff. It's, it's like knock yeah. yeah it's so yeah. stupid oh, all that's, right that's <laughs> <cool>.
2: <laughs> i do like how in the speedboat sequence um we kind of revisit the twins link and so we see john ma who's supposed to be in like the hotel restaurant Mm-hmm with Tammy and uh he's he's not feeling too he's not feeling too good and he's even tr- explaining it as though it's like it's like he's seasick on a boat um mm-hmm. but then this turns into like a fun little gag where like he can't keep his balance and he's like throwing his water mm-hmm. and poor Tammy's getting all wet and mm-hmm. yeah pretty embarrassed yeah by the he's
0: whole thing like moving all around and stuff which that has a cool payoff later too which um that's like one of my favorite scenes in the movie so can't wait to get to that. Oh, okay um but yeah the they the the boat gets uh the boat uh, of course like you know it's a jack chan movie so the boat gets um on land and like scrapes against the ground and the crime boss gets out to try to like to stop them and <laughs> he gets hit by a he gets hit by a <laughs> truck and he like literally ping pongs back and forth like it's a Wong jing movie <laughs> Yep. <laughs> like it, this scene, this exact scene could have been uh, in future cops and it would have blinked an eye.
1: Yep. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's
0: so goofy.
1: It might be my favorite stunt in the film. I don't know. <laughs> it's a good one, <laughs> but that it is almost like them this in the hospital. It,
2: yeah. It's kind of like this time capsule of 1991, 92 <laughs> yeah. Hong Kong cinema. There's a little bit of every kind of movie here. Like we talked about the opening with almost like a, a John Woo, you know, gunfu sort of thing. We have a lot of mistaken identity, comedy, hijinks. Um, and then, yeah, that a little moment with like farcical physics. And, and then we have gritty act. It Yeah. We kind of ha- have it all here. I'm not sure how it, exactly it works, but I feel like it really does all work together.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So Tyson and wing are in the hospital now because of the accident. So like, you know he slid up, and then all these cars slammed into the boat, and he got hurt. And um, the hospital they're in is actually like under like paid protection by Wings Gang, so they kind of get caught up in that. But then they cut over to Wing, who's in like a full body cast, and all of his goons are kind of like I don't know cheering for him to get better or something. <laughs> and you see the doctor here, and the doctor is Lao Gar Long. yeah Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> when I when I he's first basically was watching, the only
2: guy without sunglasses. <laughs> yeah,
1: when I
0: first watched that, I was thinking because uh, in the dimension dub, this scene's pretty short, which is honestly it is it's not necessarily funnier or better. It's I, I like that it's kind of the short scene of the Doctor just sure. trying to work on him while he's in this crazy yeah. full body cast and then cuts mm-hmm. away. But I was thinking, I feel like I recognize the Doctor. And then when I went back, I was like, oh, that's that's Lau Garfunk.
2: <laughs> yeah, you just don't picture him. Uh, in, like, modern-day... Yeah, or, yeah, he's not wearing, like, a, like a, a Kung Fu Master outfit, so... <laughs> I I kind of wonder um, if Jackie knew about this sequence at all. I mean, they definitely didn't need him to shoot this stuff, because uh, sort of famously, they had a pretty big falling out in the making of, you know, Drunken Master 2, which would have been a that year would've... or so Or. Earlier than this, so well, um, but yeah. I, I could see this happening kind of <laughs> on the sly. Uh, you know, Jackie doesn't need to know this <laughs> mm-hmm. scene's being shot,
1: it's right mm-hmm. around. I think Drunken Master 2 a little after that, yeah. But I was gonna say, either I Drunken way, Master
0: 2 is after this, yeah. Um, yeah oh, okay, like scratch that then.
1: 93
0: or 94. Uh, but, oh, okay. anyways, Sorry. yeah, 94 I, I is think... when Drunken Master 2 came out, so okay. It, so, it's things still went south scene. really fast yeah.
1: <laughs> and the icing on the cake in this scene is that like kind of like the second or third boss of the gang kind of interrupts the doctor and says that they have a spiritual healer that they've uh this is actually cut from the hong kong uh, from the u.s version from the well. american version yeah. yeah and when you see who it is it's actually wong jing and this is like <laughs> yeah. ridiculous i feel like is this, this awesome is handy like,
2: performance it's so good
1: wong jing is like embodying his film's work in <laughs> yeah <wansif>. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. he's like really hamming it up he's making all this noise waving his hands around and it goes on for a little longer than it should really but <laughs> lao garlong at the same time acknowledges this and gives you a more familiar lao garlong by slamming him <laughs> into the wall yeah <laughs> and then striking
2: Wo- an awesome pose
1: yeah wong jing actually gets stamped into the wall yeah. like a cartoon
0: which again feels like something from a Wang Jing movie, so it's it's just <laughs> yeah, funny that it just totally. turns into that for a second. So yeah. I can I can completely understand why they cut that, but it's a really fun scene.
1: It's great, right? right. Totally. <laughs> yeah, because it would be super random for an American audience because they wouldn't get who the guy is, and it's just so weird.
0: <laughs> uh, so after this, we get introduced to kind of a kind of like a minor villain throughout the middle part of this movie which is Tammy's boyfriend, Rocky, who uh, yeah. kind of interrupts a, uh, a rehearsal session where Tammy's in the, in the audience. And I love that uh, John Ma is saying, like, we need there needs to be more passion, more, you know, emotion behind yeah. it. And Rocky throws, like, a chair at him. He's like, that's what I'm talking about.
3: That's the feeling I'm talking about. Oh, no.
2: Cheers. That's one. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <sighs> it's cool. I love seeing um, this concert hall location um, in so much of the movie and the fact that you either have um, an orchestra worth of extras or might actually be an orchestra that's cameoing in the movie. Mm-hmm. But I think it's um, a
1: little bit of both because um, this is what I was thinking of when I was saying that the camera will hold on certain people. So when they're actually Showing these different players play. These are also a bunch of cameos. Oh, cool! And one oh, of yeah, the, the
2: like timpanist was somebody.
1: Yeah, in, that's actually Lagar Wing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very cool,
2: dude! Awesome.
1: The other one that's really good that you barely see is one of the guys playing like the big tubas is actually Harkong Fong. Huh. Dude,
3: what?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, he's wearing a white shirt, you'll see him. But like a lot of the other people too are Oh my gosh, totally uh, industry folks that maybe we don't recognize as well, but a, a lot of directors and writers are actually in the orchestra too, which is mm-hmm. really funny.
2: There's also some gorgeous like like high cinema shots of Tammy just sitting in um, the audience, and she's like the only person sitting in these theater seats, and there's this like blue light. It's really moody and really con- some beautiful, beautiful freeze
0: frames there. <laughs> I just scrub back through and you're totally right that is harkon fu that's so random
1: <laughs> yeah. oh dude i've got a script it's oh. really funny i'll i'll oh, actually awesome. screenshot it and add it to the post i yeah. could almost do that with all the cameos that i found mm-hmm. but <laughs> actually maybe that might be a good idea
2: <laughs> oh my gosh i just
1: <laughs>
2: yeah he's playing this little euphonia yeah. oh that's cool. and there's
1: a shot where he's standing up reacting to uh, rocky smashing stuff up
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, nice! Oh, yeah! And that's Rocky's right. outfit is amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like uh, what's his name? Village you know, that people. <laughs> Co played in uh, <laughs> Wheels on Meals, the biker gang.
1: Oh, oh, Blackie! Yeah, oh, Blackie yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. I mean, it's this
2: is it's there's almost kind of like a yeah. There's one sort of character and costume type for. For the thug that we see in like <laughs> Hong Kong movies of this time, but yeah, the fact that he trashes a a
1: grand piano or the shell of a grand piano,
2: yeah, I, yeah,
0: that's it hurts a little bit.
2: That's pretty
1: hardcore. Yeah, it's, it's very punk up. rock. Like seeing those Countacs getting destroyed in the last two episodes. Yes. <laughs> oh man, yeah. <laughs> and actually, Jane. I'm mean, I'm sorry. Actually, Rocky himself is played by Jamie Luck, who we saw in Rumble in the Bronx, and that's the driver that I mentioned was actually one of the Tianan Tigers in yeah, Perfect Adventures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets a much meatier cameo in this film. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, he has a blast.
1: Mm. Yeah, especially in this uh, following scene. So mm-hmm. now we're kind of playing around with both Jackies in the same space. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ma and Tammy are in a restaurant, but in the booth next to them is Barbara and Boomer. And, yeah. um the waiter is actually really funny. I actually thought maybe he was a cameo too, just in how they played him up. Yeah, in this. He seems yeah. like he's got to be somebody. I, I didn't recognize him. But. He's very cartoony looking. And he's kind of like, uh, he's like trying to make sense of the situation right. because he notices that they both look the same. Mm-hmm. But anyways. And this is where
2: I think there's some of the most clever kind of approach to the 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 twins as far as a special effect. We kind of hide these cuts by mm-hmm. like, um, the waiter's pants kind of filling the frame his black pants yeah and it's uh it's done in a really really cool yeah really cool way and it's um and but jackie's really selling most of it with his acting here they really do feel like two extremely mm-hmm. different guys
1: and actually even in the dub jackie kind of plays both characters a little different uh, yeah, yeah he definitely does yeah. john moss kind of this softer more polite and um Actually, a thing that they add for the U.S. version is Boomer has this kind of cork where he kind of crumples up his face and like, like tightens his <laughs> pants or something. And they add this snort to the American version that I actually think oh, works yeah. really well. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. There's um, also
2: a great shot where um, the seam is in the very center of the frame and it's kind of covered by the, the sort of um,
1: like railing or the divider between the two tables. Yeah. It, lo- it looks really good. I mm-hmm. think. So what ends up happening here is that Rocky ends up showing up and he mistakes Boomer for John Ma and actually Tammy also does. So she's trying to protect who she thinks is John Ma and then Boomer actually starts to defend himself and she's like what and she like passes out (laughs) and he ends up kind of he he doesn't want to beat up Rocky but he's kind of forced to because Rocky won't stop his aggression. I actually think that this is a really cool way to show uh, Boomer's strength too and it actually makes for some kind of fun action choreography.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: In a mall too, which is always, we've said it so many times. Yeah, I was definitely
2: um, reminded of this scene when we had some of our awesome mall stuff in Mr. Nice Guy.
0: Yep. And also, at the back of Eddie's jacket has an Iron Maiden cover <laughs> Oh, <on> yeah. It. <laughs> That's so <Nice>. cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, on Blackie Coe's jacket, what band? Did you have Slayer on the back of oh, his? Oh, I'm not uh, sure. Check, I'm trying to, to remember.
0: I, I do not remember. That was uh, a while ago we did that episode. Uh, yeah, I'll have to go back. But yeah, this leads to a whole fight in the mall between the two of them.
2: Again, yeah. it's kind of an example of us getting every kind of Hong Kong film of this period. I I almost think that every action sequence feels like this great surprise. You're not expecting this big speedboat chase. You're, I don't think, expecting, you know, a really inventive mall sequence. Hmm. Um, And that's not even getting into some of the amazing action sequences towards the
1: end of the movie. Hmm. So um, just like I said, how the Tammy kind of confused Boomer for John, the same happens with Barbara. So Barbara ends up, Jumping in the car with John Ma, thinking that he's Boomer, and she's kind of actually. He, it's funny. Um, Ma is very tolerant of all these interactions with these, <laughs> yeah, you know, kind of yeah, these, these rude complete people.
0: strangers that are just getting in cars with him and
1: yeah, and like slapping his butt mm-hmm. and you know asking for rides and stuff. So um, what ends up happening here is they kind of get to go on an impromptu date. So he takes her to the concert hall and starts playing music and she doesn't believe him at first and he starts playing and she's shocked. She's shocked so much. She's like, this has to be fake. So she acts, asks, asks him to stop randomly and um, he stops. And then Maggie he starts playing is again.
2: amazing in this scene. It's like, yeah, I don't know. She's so all in and it's really, I don't know. It's just charming and super, super convincing. And yeah. Also, I've got to say it's knowing a little bit of the history that's going on. And maybe it's kind of coloring the way I watch it, but you really can feel this palpable chemistry mm-hmm. with Jackie and Maggie. It's kind of kind of amazing.
1: And this is another instance where they're playing um, more recognizable pieces in the Hong Kong version. Right. And I looked those up actually. The Hong Kong version, when Barbara me- mentions Beethoven in the dialogue, he starts to play "Ode to Joy." <laughs> Following that, he starts to play Tchaikovsky's Piano Concerto Number 1. Actually, for me, I actually recognize that song. I mean, obviously, everybody recognizes it when they hear it. But there's this old arcade game called City Connection where you're racing as a little Honda City car. And the soundtrack is completely the like an arrangement of Tchaikovsky's. Exactly. Huh. Oh,
2: that's cool.
1: Concerto number one. It's really fun. It's from Jalico. It's a cool game. And I don't oh, know. Man, I want
2: to
3: yeah,
1: that. I'll, I'll yep. play a little clip of it.
2: Isn't this when the Hong Kong version kind of cuts into a almost like a dream sequence? Yeah, yeah. It turns into mm-hmm. high,
0: like almost like a. a little music video almost of 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 Barbara almost like a
1: Bollywood sort of breakaway. it totally that's felt so like a bar of Bollywood Dude, yeah. yeah that's exactly like what I exactly <laughs> <laughs> thought exactly on the same wavelength right now because like, they're in great. like different outfits <laughs> <That's awesome>.
0: she's <laughs> singing about like them together and it's it, that's what you're saying before that's kind of it's like a a reprisal almost of the song she was singing before right Isn't no <laughs> what you're talking about yeah yeah
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah,
0: and she's like standing up in front of the stage and, and seeing in front of everyone. Yeah, it's it's a total Bollywood thing, although the outfits aren't quite as crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And the sequence isn't as crazy either. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And yeah. it, And it's funny because they're having a really sweet moment. But Boomer and, oh, man, are, Boomer and Tammy are like are, are getting it on and that yeah, and get, that and that gets translated to that gets translated John Ma like, gently kissing Barbara while <laughs> Boomer's literally like taking his shirt off and hopping on the bed. It's so <laughs> goofy. <Right. laughs> so uh, whenever they're back at the hotel we see Rocky is running through the halls trying to, to chase after one of the Jackies and and he runs into John Ma and you think he's gonna go and, and beat him up, but instead he does the classic kung fu movie, he gets down on his knees and, and begs to, to to be his sifu. His
1: it's so cool.
2: Yeah, it's an awesome beat. I kinda wish it had stayed in the American version, even if even if it would have yeah. kind of been confusing for the audience yeah
0: but yeah it's a very you know for with us since we watch all these kung fu movies it's a very noticeable trope but i can if you weren't you know Riza or something that i can see you watching this and, and being <laughs> like perfect. what oh okay sure and yeah and, and right. john ma of course isn't the kung fu master so he's like uh okay well you gotta get a piano and and practice at it every day <laughs> he's like i've never heard of that kung fu before <laughs>
2: Yeah. So there's one it's of the really uh, there's a member of the hotel staff that's another
1: cameo. Uh, Philip Chan. Um, yeah. Oh, well, and, you called that out earlier. Um, right? I actually didn't, but um, oh, okay. He he was in. I think he's in Super Cop actually. Yeah, he is in is... Super Cop, and uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if we've encountered him. That's the only one the I because I only picture him with like a police officer's uniform on. So I feel <laughs> like he was some type of. You know, Sergeant or something in Super mm. Cop. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, totally. I think he's in one of the Lucky Stars movies, but we'll get there eventually.
1: Mm. <laughs> it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So
2: yeah, <laughs>
0: no, I'm sure he will. So now this is like my favorite scene in the movie because this is finally <laughs> whenever both Jackies go to the bathroom at the same time and finally, finally realize that they're you know they they're identical. They look exactly the same. And they don't they don't say at this point that they realize that they're brothers or that they should be like brothers. But they're I love it because they're not just like, you look like me. They're like, oh, were you on a boat the other day? Okay, that explains it. (laughs) And like, (laughs) I love that they figure out what happened and like why it is that the people are going after them and getting confused. Because I feel like in a lot of movies like this, it'll it'll just kind of keep being confused. But I like that they immediately figure it all out.
1: Right. I almost think they kind of acknowledge like, hey, we just got to keep this fast and tight so we can keep the movie going. <laughs> keep this at <in> a cool <laughs> 90. <laughs> yeah, That's let's awesome. not dwell on all these details and let's not like really focus on mm-hmm. how these guys' lives have just changed by realizing this. Yeah. Let's just keep moving. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's like that scene this in. Is, it's yeah. like that scene in Looper. Whenever he's like, "Look, don't worry. We could sit here all day with with charts and stuff." But it just in the ta- diner. yeah in the diner. He's yeah. like, "Look, it's time travel. It's just how it works. We have bigger things to deal with."
2: <laughs> yeah, that's terrific. <laughs> yeah, the and yeah. Um, this is probably the most overt, um, yeah, com- sort of compositing yeah. uh, effect sequence, and this is maybe the sequence that people point to when they're critical of the special effects. I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking at it in a different context. Um, uh, I don't I think know. I, I think so. I think it's awesome, especially compared to Hong Kong films of this period. I've never seen anything like this in a Hong Kong movie. This
1: yeah, era. and I think that if you're... So like me, I was probably watching it like on a VHS tape, so I think it yes. would work a lot better. So when you're watching it at a higher fidelity, you do see the seams on some of the special effects. And I do enjoy it, but I can not see how somebody that wasn't as in love with all this stuff as we are <laughs> would be critical of it. That's a good point.
2: Yeah. If it's one element kind of like on a growing hill of, of stuff that's, that's different. Mm.
1: Yeah, totally. So um, basically all of these kind of intertwining mistakes between identity here are leading up to a moment where, uh, John has to perform in front of it with his orchestra and uh, boomer ends up becoming <laughs> the guy on stage and um, <laughs> yeah which is just terrific it's also great.
2: like from the bathroom scene on we kind of separate the couples that we now feel like really should be together and that's that's a really cool kind of tension mm-hmm. from this part of the movie yeah. yeah
1: the the whole situation for uh John's side is that he's caught up in this kind of scam that wings gang has set up they're like we know you're a good driver so we want you to help us you with your driving and what you find out is that they want to have him uh help him help them bust out their boss or a boss and uh it's like a police escorted like caravan with like a prison bus so in the middle of this situation where boomers on stage John's like in this kind of high speed chase. Yeah, my favorite part of the sequence is obviously Boomer gets onto the pedestal to start the orchestra up. And he kind of stumbles backwards, and his arms wave instinctively, and then the <laughs> yeah. orchestra starts to play. <laughs> and he realizes this is such a fun scene. Yeah, man. the power that he has behind this. So he starts to just instead of just waving his arm, he's actually just mimicking like falling backwards the whole time, which is great. Yeah. And not this is only kind of
2: what every kid dreamt of when yes. they went on their first field <laughs> trip to the orchestra. It's like, oh wow, did they? If you. Really, if you wave that that little stick, then they they play. Stuff. <laughs> it's really fun. It's
1: great. Yeah, so he's kind of falling backwards off the stage and then out of the auditorium, <laughs> and this leads us to another cameo. So eric sang is actually on the phone and boomer wants to use it and he's like oh he recognizes yeah uh, boomer as john Ma. He yeah. Like points at
0: yeah i love that, that that cameo so i actually remember i recognized yeah. that cameo too that was nice
1: yeah it's really good awesome so he tries to call uh john and john's in the middle of like a firefight and he's like oh i'm in trouble too he's like i'm in trouble i gotta how can i do this and he's like just swing your arms around. <laughs> <laughs> it's great
2: too that it's um, you know, both of these characters are being tested and are thrown way out of their comfort zones. And also uh it's such different kinds of sequences too. Um whether it's Choi Hark or Ringo I, I almost suspect that Choi Hark is doing the orchestra stuff and Ringo Lamb is doing the car oh, action yeah, cool stuff. Yeah, I that like could that be could be wrong it's mm-hmm. it's awesome how well these two different sequences pair against each other and once again spare no expense this doesn't feel like a compromised car i mean we have some like car explosions and the whole mm-hmm. works um there's a really and then, crazy in the orchestra st- we have a pretty packed audience so mm-hmm. it's um i don't know twin dragons really goes for it
1: yeah there's a really crazy stunt where the bus that he's driving smashes into a semi and you see like the cab of the semi get crumpled it looks really crazy and then there's like a yeah whole sequence where the bus is like on two wheels like tilted that looks really cool too so in the end uh boomer kind of finds his groove on on the stage mm-hmm. and he's doing like kung fu moves <laughs> and actually it's kind of the situation where John's kind of crazy car chase and all the flipping around that he's doing on the bus translates to Boomer's uh, movements yeah. when he's orchestrating. And he's
0: doing like he's <laughs> turning the wheel really fast with the with the baton. What's cool?
1: He's
2: also listening on the radio to yeah, a live broadcast yeah. of the concert, um, <laughs> which is like a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it kind of brings it all together. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, that ends up happening. What ends up happening here is the bus like explodes and flies into a river and that kind of makes boomer do like a flip off the stage and that ends the concert and everybody just erupts in applause (laughs) (laughs) and uh john is able to make an escape from uh, his like dangerous situation
0: and this, of course, leads to more hijinks because the two of them both go to the same hotel room and kind of like, it's funny, they, they kind of debrief, kind of figure out like what's, what are they going to do next? How are they going to come clean or uh, and everything like that? And that leads to the bath scene, right? Yeah. 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 It, it, it's like, it's like classic, almost like screwball comedy situation where like.
2: Yeah, totally. It's sort of like invited two girls to the dance, yeah. like times two literally i guess yeah something yeah um and this def I, I remember in the american version of the trailer like this featuring mm-hmm. big time
1: yeah or at least it, when
2: uh, the soapy sud jackie books his head out mm-hmm. oh man
1: they all end up getting into the bathtub uh tammy boomer and john <laughs> and um the illusion actually she's like very tolerant of what's going yeah. on too so like you think yeah, that maybe some other person <laughs> would just be like what no this something weird's happening right now like how'd you put your clothes on so quickly yeah but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they really milk it it's pretty great mm. after all of this Barbara shows up too and so John's like uh this is going like this is enough I can't deal with this anymore so he finally like reveals to them mm. what's going on and they yeah. both pass out yeah so now following this there's like a whole running gag of everyone passing yeah, out yeah they... the
0: two of them together see <laughs> which is
1: awesome <laughs> i'm seeing double here yeah. four jackies <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, that's great
3: awesome. oh, i love you guys <laughs>
2: Also, you get some cool shots of whoever the stand-in was for Jackie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that information. I'm not sure who.
1: So there's was a the shot in the doubles. restaurant where John and Tammy are like moving around the waiter to leave, and actually they use a body double there, and they don't do a face replacement. And I was almost gonna pause it just to see yeah. if I could tell who it was. Maybe I'll do that after we record and see. Well, but I, as far as I know, to you figure can't it out. Really I, will, tell. I will edit it in.
3: <laughs> so this leads um, to
0: the the final kind of the final showdown, which is at yeah, a it's... Mitsubishi factory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we all, we actually got to get there first, but <laughs> we got to have a showdown at the docks. Yeah, we actually, first. Yeah, I think that the, actually, the piece, sequence
1: at the docks is yeah, really awesome. It's too. really cool. There's a really like funny thing where they've actually got Tyson. Like attached to a metal bar on a magnet, <laughs> and it, that's like really cartoony too. Mm-hmm. They're like, "What are you gonna do? And then the um like yeah, the like, evil boss <laughs> like turns off the magnet and then again. turns yeah. it on again, which is really funny <laughs> seeing him fall down and then, and then just, get boom. magnetized back
2: <laughs> i saw also i love just seeing this boss with like coat over his shoulders <laughs> uh which is an awesome look mm. actually tyson was rocking that earlier mm. and then also the bandage yeah. like the hospital bandage and yeah it looks it's cool. perfect
1: and even he's like kind of a cameo too because he's played by kirk wong and he's like oh, been yeah. in a lot of films and he's also kind of a a director from this era as well. So uh, even having him as the boss is kind of a little cameo too. Yeah. You know, I don't... Is this a hot take? I
2: feel like from this port, like the last 20 minutes of twin dragons is like tons stronger than the last 20 minutes of either rumble or Mr. Nice guy. Yeah, is
1: that I, crazy? No, it... I think so. I mean, the, the car factory itself is just mm-hmm. like, it's too good because it, it kind of capitalizes on the whole twins in the film too. Cause it's not like this. Right. Like
2: you couldn't like, you know, cut, cut it out and paste it into a different Jackie Chan film. Mm-hmm. It's like, Is on point for what this movie's all about, right? Um, And and but the sequence at the dock too—it's like it has—it's really large scale, and you know, I I feel like in the finale of Rumble and in Mister Nice Guy, they're trying to go for this, you know, Hollywood blockbuster, big scale spectacle. Yeah, I think they were able to pull it off uh, here in this kind of like all hands on deck Hong Kong production,
1: Mm -hmm. and I think for us this final sequence is about the fighting you know mm-hmm. where yeah, it's like definitely. Rumble and um, Mr. Nice Guy are cool like action stunt kind of sequences mm-hmm. but you're, you're not getting the fighting the finale fighting that you want from a Jackie Chan film
0: so they go to right the on. to the Mitsubishi factory and we see three guys playing cards and <laughs> just, <laughs> three, just, just three just three normal guys because it's funny because I watched it I was like <laughs> I think that's Choi Hark, and then I looked it up. Like, oh, that's it's it's the directors and the producer, Ringo Lam, Choi Hark, <laughs> yeah, and so it's Ngc- Choi Hark. Yuen. And I
2: think it's the only time we see yeah, can Si you on screen. Mm-hmm. It's uh, great. or at least so far on the podcast. <laughs> um, Choi Hark is awesome. He's definitely. I love when he's trying to peek at <laughs> He's trying to peek. At oh the cards.
1: they're all trying yeah. to look at each other's cards, even yeah. when they get held by, at gunpoint. <laughs> you see Choi Hark looking at <laughs> uh ringo lam's cards it's really funny <laughs> yeah and i gotta say so we we talked about johnny wang lungway and mm-hmm. he's a big part of this final sequence yeah but his outfit looks so badass he's got <sighs> so a sport cool. coat on he's got one glove on one hand for no reason really looks cool. and he's got uh white tennis shoes on mm-hmm. it looks so early 90s but also, like, badass, like, gangster at the same yeah. time. It's he great. looks yeah. so cool. He looks,
0: he doesn't look like a fighting game character. He looks like a beat em up character. Like, you'd be yeah. walking, oh, like, totally. yeah, in, like, Streets arcade, of Rage. Yeah. Not Streets of Rage, like, like Double Dragon or something. He'd Double be Dragon. Be sure. Yeah, down the street. for
2: sure. Or, like, on the box art. Yeah. 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 Guys, hello. Um, or the cabinet art. Yeah. Double dragon, twin oh, twin dragon. Dragon. Oh. oh. Dude it all comes together that should be the name of the movie actually (laughs) Double Dragon I'm seeing Double Dragon Um, what's so awesome about this sequence is um, you can imagine that it it comes from calling in some favors (laughs) with Mitsubishi Mm -hmm. I'm sure most of these sequences involved calling in some Mm -hmm. favors but it rivals it definitely rivals the bigger Hollywood productions Jackie's Mm -hmm. involved in Um, so I don't know it's awesome it has this flavor of kind of diy shoestring the action in twin dragons but it's just done at this incredibly high level Mm -hmm. and uh like you were saying carlos it ends up paying off like the whole theme of the the film which is awesome Mm -hmm.
1: yeah because you get these super condensed interactions where um the gang that they're fighting against still doesn't realize that there are two Mm -hmm jackie's here and um which is so smart you and know, there's like, also yeah. this the way the um testing facility is set up is there are these separate rooms actually yeah this is kind of like a beat up right yeah. <laughs> so yeah you're, totally. you've got one uh jackie in one room and the other in another and even uh tyson here who's kind of still in traction but kind of on the run from these gangsters he'll see jackie but it's actually john and he's like help me like he's like now you're gonna get it but it actually is like no that's the wrong one so (laughs) he can't fight so he's trying to
2: like these rooms they're almost like different atmospheres and stuff like one is like fully uh fully wet and it's like kind of blue lit Mm -hmm. and then we have this other room that's like testing the I guess if the cars can withstand heat mm-hmm. or something, and it has all these red, um, you know, fire hot mm-hmm. coils, and there's a yeah, lot
1: of funny gags cool. of them kind of putting their hands on the car and going "ow, ow, ow, ow." Yeah, <laughs> I like that's that a great. lot. <laughs> it's
0: fun. There's one. It's funny. It's not like a super big stunt, but one of my possibly my favorite stunt in this whole movie is whenever Jackie ducks underneath one car that's, like, up on, like, a jack or something like that, he walks underneath uh, yeah. it, and then he just super smoothly hops over, like, a concrete barrier through some metal grating and onto yeah. the other side of the floor. It's, like, yeah, it's, it's just, it's yeah. beautiful. And it's it's a shame there's no NGs in this movie. There's no outtakes at the end. <laughs> I would love to see, like, the <laughs> three or four times that he hit himself trying to do that before getting it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's um, a good
2: point. It is kind of crazy that there are no NGs. Yeah,
0: like, it seemed like the that was the way to do it.
2: But yeah, that's such a, a I hadn't really been appreciating it. I think until you were just saying it, Carlos. But the fact that you're still able to hold off the reveal of the two Jackies. I mean, even for Tyson, who's like this main mm-hmm. character. But uh, luckily, we've kind of had him sidelined um, in the hospital, and it it really yeah, it really works when we finally do get to to pay this off. And yeah in the they, same way that the whole movie is balanced by all these different kinds of sequence uh different kinds of sequences and scenes and tones even um the whole mitsubishi sequence um is also just full of contrast, not just the rooms but once we get out of the rooms and we get into kind of the final stage, yeah just some brilliant ideas mm-hmm. and
1: yeah um, they yeah. they end up making their way to a big testing room and uh now you've got. Both Jackie's here, Boomer and John. John actually drives in in a car and there's actually some cool uh, stuntmen getting hit by cars. <laughs> um, so that's really nice. But when right. you've got Boomer in the mix, now he's fighting everybody. And we get a lot more, like we were saying before, really stylish Jackie. There's a really cool wired kick where he's jumping out of a car and does a high kick before he lands. That yeah, looks really awesome. Great. And all that's of like his sweep kicks are super stuff. fast and super precise. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you can imagine getting hit by that and just getting knocked out. <laughs> yeah, no, his but there's so kicks cool are beads. something to, to behold in this one.
2: I love that little moment where he does this wall kick off the side of the car, jumping over the guy's head, and then yeah. um, spins around. And mm-hmm. kicks. Oh, really great.
1: There's all these really co- goofy contraptions, too. There's like something where it's like these hoses pulling cars hoods up and down and they use that in the fighting so he's like fighting and he puts his head in the trunk and then removes it before the trunk closes on him um yeah there's a bunch of like tools involved in a fight actually like a beat up as well <laughs> like some of the guys are using wrenches and um trying to smash him up you know and uh Johnny Wang Longwei is just kind of waiting to get his, uh, you know, strikes in. But most of the goons are like doing the kind of typical Jackie, what you would think with a playground set, like leaping between, (laughs) uh, you know, scaffolding and through cars. It's 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 really great.
2: Yeah, totally.
0: But this leads to kind of the the culmination of the of the psychic link stuff in the movie. Which is where Boomer, who actually can fight, gets locked behind, like in this this cage kind of thing, and uh, John Ma, who can't fight, is stuck outside having to deal with the, the the kind of final boss. And so Boomer starts doing like the kung fu moves inside of the inside of the cage, <laughs> and it
1: translates to John doing it.
2: Yeah, just brilliant. It's like such a it's such a satisfying mm-hmm. payoff idea. Yeah,
1: it's really good. Just just before that, though, I think, for me, are the two most exciting stunts in the film, and they both involve cars, so there's a car that's, like, sitting up on a rig, and they release the car, so it's kind of barreling towards Jackie, and he oh, leaps up yeah. off the ground... With yeah, enough time to actually leap yeah. like, on over top it. of the yeah. car, and he runs over it as it oh, passes so under cool. him. so cool! Yeah,
2: that's a classic sequence. That's a legendary stunt mm, that right is... there. And then, well, and then um, the
1: roll under—is
2: that the other one you're thinking? The
1: of? the one, the other one that I'm that I want to bring up is there's a car. It's like a a crash test uh, line, and um, so they send a car towards uh, actually uh, Boomer and Johnny Wang's character so he gets out of the way and jackie actually does kind of like a flip up while the car yeah. actually strikes the wall that he's holding on to that stunt is crazy and actually yeah. the shot in
2: slow-mo and you get a great look at jackie's face it's, it's like this yeah. is him
1: it's so crazy and there's a really funny uh, bit just after that because actually uh tarzan <laughs> T- was, tyson's yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah he's in the car and he's like it looks like he's unconscious and uh, Boomer's worried that he's dead, but then there's like a PA <laughs> yeah, announcement saying like, great... recorded speed of 15 miles
2: per hour, estimated survival rate for passengers with seatbelts 99%. Mm-hmm.
1: So he snaps out of it hearing that he's like, I was wearing a yeah. seatbelt and then he immediately knocks yeah. him, gets knocked out again. I love that. <laughs> yeah. It turns joke. into
0: a, like a PSA for why you should wear a seatbelt yeah yeah and there's that actually really, pays off too yeah. mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and then there's a couple of great gifable moments after that there's the one where jackie's doing like a repetitive motion of like punching this guy who he has under his arm yeah yes and almost has like a classic i remember that in the trailer and then there's another sort of like grab for the tools mm-hmm. oh this um, one is great like, yeah. it's it's this is one of the best best Mm -hmm. ones ever but there's another stunt um i don't know if we called out that also involves a car jackie ends up getting underneath this car that's that's like hoisted up and the guys like kick out uh the supports of it and it comes crashing down on the ground as he's like rolling away from it yeah it just makes it in the nick of time again ah and geez man (laughs)
1: amazing (laughs) um Right so finally we get this uh that we were talking about where the twin telepathy kind of gives uh John the upper hand against uh Johnny Wang Longway and um the final final thing is that the the boss the like the he gets kind of trapped in that same situation so he um once Boomer and John uh get out he kind of holds them at gunpoint and they're kind of doing the actually the four crusties yeah. <laughs> thing where they're like yeah, yeah. <laughs> standing with each other and um what they end up doing is like a tag move where they flip him into the car behind them and then run that car into the crash wall and they don't yeah. show the outcome of it but you hear the pa announcement Please replace test dummy. Which is great because it's kind of like this PSA
2: <laughs> yeah. quality to it, right? Um, like Matthew has yeah. a yeah. for the beggar. Also, I love in this subtitle when they do the <laughs> two-person reveal. He says, two persons." <laughs> <laughs> um, oh that's man, great. yeah, really good. And then a oh, hard
0: so cut sick. to a wedding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's <laughs> like not even like a you know. 3 months or 6 months later or anything like that it's just hard cut. And yeah, we're at, at a wedding, which it's this, this one of the things that happens in movies where there's multiple weddings all happening at the same time and right. and we get another great cameo that I didn't know till Carlos pointed out that the priest Maybe one
2: of the best the, ones. the priest the movie, standing yeah. up
0: at the you know at the altar is played by John Woo.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: I almost get the sense that either Ringo or Choi is maybe kind of influenced or inspired or intimidated by this. Cause there's some really beautiful, like long lens scenes of just oh, the yeah. wedding party and stuff mm-hmm. that, yeah, just seem to maybe have a little bit more tender care than, than you'd expect in this, mm. in this sequence. I also love that we have a proper ending. Yeah. Um, it's, it is a totally abrupt turn, like mm. you're saying. Um, but it's awesome that we have, a, yeah. we have some kind Definitely. of ending sequence and not, not just a frame. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's the we see that it's Boomer saying that like he's gonna like not go to the wedding or is gonna be late or something, and then the whole party goes out and uh, to find him,
2: <laughs> Jason him down, him. and he
0: sees that's the true. two of them standing next to each other. And <laughs> I love that right, like the the father had said earlier to the to the wife, don't you know, don't faint whenever you see the other, you know, our long lost son, and then whenever they see him, that he <laughs> faints. <laughs> yeah. <that's true. laughs> and then at that's the end good. they're like well which ones which one am I getting married to which one are you getting married to now what
2: do we do it doesn't make any difference <laughs> <laughs> you have to imagine the paparazzi having a field day here it's like everyone dressed for a wedding <laughs> with Jackie Chan and chasing him down
0: <laughs> yeah that's uh that's Twin Dragons it's a uh, it's a really, it's funny it's, a, it's such a kind of it doesn't on a freeze frame but it's a it's not sillier that it's yeah. not it's not <laughs> a freeze frame of the person in a crashed car having been killed it's it's a wedding right um <laughs> but yeah twin dragons it's a it's a super fun movie i'd say the um if you haven't seen the movie i do i think the dimension dubs a good way to watch it the first time because it's kind of gives you yeah you know kind of idea yeah, of what's going yeah. on and the totally, subtitles right. for the the hong kong version i saw weren't the best so like some of the humor mm-hmm. right. some of the humor doesn't like if it was translated better it'd be it'd be funnier but yeah. uh, but it's it's great and the extra scenes are are a fun little it, it become a fun bonus instead of something that's cut out you know
1: yeah i would say okay like a heroes 3 easy oh, mode watch the dimension yeah. version heroes 3 hard mode watch the hong kong mm. version yeah that's, That's great.
2: great. Also <laughs> it's I think the dimension version um it's an awesome Jackie Chan film to share with someone that um may or may not be that uh interested or versed mm-hmm. in Jackie movies. Mm-hmm. Um I think it really I think it really plays well to pretty pretty wide
0: audience um, right,
1: and it falls in line with why we're covering uh these jackie films in the first place you know this this breakout mm. of him in the united states yeah. and um, we already
0: did super cop so we can't do that one so yeah. right
2: right
1: and yeah it really um
2: re-watching it it's i think it was kind of a no-brainer to um to re-edit and package this for package this for mm. america Incredibly entertaining movie um, that is really filled with some incredible, I mean, really some career highlight Jackie Chan action.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for checking out our little program here. If you like the show, then leave us a review on whatever you're listening to this on. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Heroes Three Podcasts. That's Heroes, the number three podcast on all three of them. Thank you so much to the Kung Fu Cinema subreddit if you're checking us out from there and carlos you have a little special plug right before we jump to the end
1: yeah sure um so you guys probably i mean hopefully you've heard robogirl too (laughs) because marty and i worked on that a lot and it's awesome but i was uh very fortunate to work with his brother will on another album it's called superstar squadron and and it's it's another chiptune album it's yeah it's really cool it it's it's awesome to me how you you guys have your own voices, right? So um, you guys are both working in the same medium, but you can tell who's worked on what. I mean, me as a fan, I can <laughs> tell. And uh, super cool. this one is like a really cool kind of concept album, kind of like what we did with RoboGirl and it's like uh, an adventure, kind of a shooting game, chiptune album. And uh, it's really cool. And it's available on the Super Brothers Bandcamp. And um, I'm pretty sure there will be like a bonus episode on the Super Mercado Bros feed that we'll uh, link to uh, through our channels. And I hope you check it out. It's great.
2: Awesome.
1: Well, that
0: is it for us. But I guess, Marty, what is our training for next week?
2: So we're actually going to cap off this Jackie Chan makes it big in America arc um, with really one of my um, one of my favorite movies of this period. It's Who Am I? Which is directed. Who am I? (laughs) Directed by the man himself. Um, And this is on our on our on our shared drive.
0: (laughs) our shared drive where we have information that's how carlos wrote down the name of the next movie is with with multiple eyes yeah and
2: really (laughs) let's not give too much away uh, um as far as the the premise of this movie or anything but this is yeah i would say enough time has passed where i would call this a jackie chan classic
0: awesome well until next week where we're checking out who am i (laughs) I'm Matthew. I'm Marty. I'm who am I? I I don't know, Carlos. And we are the Heroes 3. Remember (laughs) your training.